0: Hey there, we're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay. We're three teacher advocates
1: who've been where you are and know what you're going through.
0: We believe that teachers are as important to
2: the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a
0: person. This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. teacher friends i don't know what day of the week it is where you are but it's friday where Lindsay, megan and i are and i'm super pumped because friday yay yay i don't really know how to get out of this help me Everybody was, loves Friday. I was you wondering where you were wrong. going with it. I was like, where? You know what? I was going to end up having a whole conversation about TGIF from being a kid and like, what TGIF show was your favorite TGIF show? But I thought we've already millennialized our audience enough that we do not need to go into more 90s television.
2: I mean... I don't know if this will date me, but just on a side note, I did a lot of Disney Channel Friday nights where like the new movie would come out on Friday night. I was like say, might be too young. Yeah. Well, high school musical oh. came out when I was like, Zac Efron and I are pretty much the same age. So, you know. <laughs> no but, big deal.
1: But yeah. Zac Efron and I are pretty just, much the same age. Just saying.
0: Can I um, make that as a button for you that says, just so you know, we're probably the same age. And it just has that's Zac sweet. Efron's face on it. I'm on it. That's fine.
2: Uh, that's totally fine. Um, I love the meme that says, "Like, I appreciate that Zac Efron has like evolved with my taste in men as I've grown up. Like, he was my taste when I was yes. in high school, and Rip still is now. Like, it's totally, yeah. It, I appreciate it. I appreciate that evolution."
1: I think Lindsay might be too young for the traditional TGIF. Lauren, what you're thinking, which is like Family Matters, Full House, Step by Step.
2: Oh, yeah. RIS. No, I've watched those, but I didn't. I didn't do like a TGIF. <laughs> no,
1: I've watched those, but like on Netflix. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like later. (laughs) Like the Nick at Night is, I think, when I watched a lot of (laughs) those.
0: Oh, boy. No, it was on your Friday night on ABC. It was the jam lineup. Like that's what the kids did on the Friday night. Now, it was not my intention to talk about this. It seems we've ended up there anyways. Apologies in advance.
1: My answer is Step by Step.
0: Did you know you can find Step by Step on HBO Max?
1: No. No, I did not know that.
0: Oh, you can. And I will say one third of the Real Teaching 101 podcast has been watching it on HBO Max.
2: I, st- I found Home Economics. Have you guys seen that show? This is a total tangent. I don't know. This is not what we're supposed to talk about. But Home Economics actually is like this hidden gem that I didn't know existed. It's the one with Topher Grace, right? It is. Yeah. And it's about three siblings and one's really wealthy. One's kind of, he's, Tover Grace is like the middle income. He's a writer with his wife and then his sister, they live in like Oakland and they all live in the Bay Area. It's very funny. Highly recommend.
0: Now, where did you watch that one?
2: Hulu.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, but it's also on ABC, right? It, It is. Yeah. Yes. My new hidden gem is dead to me. No, not dead to me. Not dead yet. It's the new Gina Rodriguez show. Is that good? And it's super cute. I oh. really enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's, I like Jane the Virgin, you know, the telenovela. So mm-hmm. um, this has got like, I don't know, it's campy. It's fun, but I like campy and fun. I think she's really charming. I laughed out loud. I'm in. I like it. I watched the new
2: release of You. Did you guys watch that?
0: No, but that's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't intend to.
2: You, you never, you didn't, you, I read it's the Netflix. book first. Netflix. It is on Netflix. There's a
0: book called You. You. Yes. Not the new release of You, because that sounds like a title in and of itself.
2: No. So the new season of You, it's just You. The I highly recommend the books because that's where I got hooked. And then the first two seasons are really good. And he basically, like, he's a serial killer. He falls in love with women, but he, like, bear, he, he's very charming and women fall for him. Like, it's a whole thing. Highly, re- watch it. If Does he then kill them? It, yes, most of the time. He marries one of them and she's also crazy and that that gets a little oh. wild, but... Um, this new season, he's like running from all of the crimes he's committed in America and he's in Europe. And he's now kind of the target of somebody else who's like, I know who you are. And it's kind of like him being the other on the other side of this. And I don't know what it says about my psyche. But I was like, I prefer it when he's stalking and killing women. So you know, Mm -hmm. that's my, that's my review of this new season.
1: I might have to try that because Lindsay, I did take your last rec of accused on
2: Hulu. Yes. And, and that, those are minute, fun. I watched. I watched all of them. Watch you. You'll like it, Megan. It's not for Lauren. It's not a Lauren thing. But <laughs> definitely, Megan, definitely not yeah. for me. No, you'll enjoy it. It's it's good. It's got books and literature and and kill murder. All the few of things. my favorite things.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna fish us out of this little tangent here (laughs) and into our actual topic, everybody, which is teacher resources that we know and love and would recommend other teachers use in case you're looking for some things in your back pocket or something to help elevate your curriculum in some way. Maybe you're an extra overachiever and are thinking about next year and things that you could do better next year. Uh, I know I used to do that all the time and still do, but I thought we would talk about resources or places that we go to get ideas that teachers can use. Megan, we all know how much you love Unpacked Your Impact. So you're not allowed to talk about it, but maybe anything else. And I I want us to think about outside of Teachers Pay Teachers, because I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Teachers Pay Teachers, because sometimes you pay and you're like, this isn't really what I wanted, or it's not what I thought I was getting. And then again, you're having to pay money to get something when it just... uh, I've got feels.
1: First, I'd like to say that I can probably sprinkle Unpacked Your Impact and their social studies curriculum into every episode we ever make ever. So <laughs> just putting that out there, but I will not harp on it because you guys know how I feel about it. All right. So when we were like playing around this with this idea, the first thing I thought of was kind of silly, but it was online classroom timers. Do you guys ever use anything like that?
0: I yeah. love them. I started using them because of the zombie race that we did. And yes. my kids were so engaged at trying to figure out what monster was gonna win when I used them in my class.
1: Online dash stopwatch dot com is the one that I used a bunch, but you can go and find they have all seasonal ones. So like at Easter time, there's like things with bunnies. There's like a Santa one. But sometimes I would just use it's just a candle. Because it would just be the candle getting lower and lower. And then when time is up, the candle just kind of like goes out and just blows smoke which was like kind of peaceful because sometimes I would notice that I did have students who would get like way too invested if I did like the car race or like, he's like, I just got to see if the blue guy wins. and I'm like, friend, I'm not going to be able to use the timer if this is what we're doing. (laughs) So that would be one of my favorites. They do have bomb ones. I never used those because I felt like that was asking for trouble. Space that I've used before. There's a robot race, which I thought was fun. I could never do the block race because it looks like the Minecraft guy and the kids got way too excited. But anywho, there's like, yes. So online-stopwatch.com slash classroom-timers. Oh my gosh, they have so many that are fun ones. Sorry, I haven't been on this website in a while, you guys. There are so many new ones. (laughs) Anywho, I just felt like that was one of those like little silly things that was fun. And then on that same note, it's the different... Online, like classroom noise management. Have you guys seen those where it's like the bubbles and like the noise level in your classroom? Okay, I'll go find that so I can share it with you guys in the chat. But it's like a way to monitor like noise levels. And there's one that I used to use with the kids in my class where it's like bubbles at the bottom. Or like balls, I guess. And they start bouncing like as the noise gets louder and louder. And if they get up too high, it like tells them to quiet down.
2: Well, on another fun one, I guess I used to use factile a lot. And it does require some work on your end because it's like creating your own Jeopardy game. But I used to do it in like teams. And sometimes it would be like to review either math concept uh, concepts or history concepts. But then sometimes it would just be like facts about me that I've shared with them. And so I'd be like, what's my favorite? Like one of the categories would be like Miss Lindsay's favorite and like they would have to they'd get a question they get super excited and they get to pick their own little tile and their characters they have all these different animals and they get to fight over who wanted to be the penguin and like it was really fun and the kids really liked it it was a fun way to review and also sprinkle in some levity highly recommend that it's uh f-a-c-t-i-l-e dot
0: com backtile.com do you need an account you do but it's is a it like a free. free to use yeah
2: it's you just sign up you like put plug your email in but it's free to use i don't even know what the paid version does but i never even looked into it because nothing. I didn't need it.
0: Great. Oh, those all sound super fun. I
1: found the (laughs) name of the website that I couldn't remember, and it was just bouncyballs.org. Why I could not remember it, I don't know. (laughs) But I sent it to you guys in the chat. It's super fun. You can change the theme. I like the one that says eyeballs, and it's just a bunch of eyeballs that would be fun around Halloween. But normally, I just did either the plastic ones or the bubbles. And then you can, like, turn on the microphone and control the sensitivity, like, how loud you want to let them get. And it was funny because like the kids definitely paid <laughs> paid attention to it. I'm sure. So uh, Yeah. So if the balls were bouncing too much, they knew that they were too loud. And then I definitely did have some friends who would like purposely be loud because, you know, they wanted to see the bubbles or the balls. Right. But anywho, again, also free, bouncyballs.org.
0: Well, y'all have tools, but I'm going to share my one of the things that I love oh so much, and that is Google Sheets because uh, I use it for, everything that I can manage to use it for, like being able to conditionally format something, create checklists, use data validation that's on there, like the amount of things that you can do on a Google spreadsheet for your classroom is absolutely shocking. And what I also like to do with it is if you have a Google form, then your form can link to a spreadsheet and then you can have students Mm -hmm. interact with the spreadsheet. It's a really, really, really amazing tool, not just for math or things like that. I create lists on there all of the time. And so, there's definitely ways where you can up your Google Sheet experience. Lindsay I think is laughing at me because she knows how much I loved the Google Sheet. We made like a planner using Google Sheets. Do you remember the planner? Yes,
2: I do. I how could I forget? It's color coded. It's like there it's all broken up. Lauren like worked her Google Sheets magic and it's a beautiful weekly planner.
0: It is. I'm happy to give somebody the template if they want it, but um, (laughs) I I think I might be that person. It's super cute. I think that's one of those things where see how you can reimagine some of the tools that you have. I also love Google Slides for like interactive activities where you can use the gray space on the sides and then like have students drag and drop things onto a slide. So it's not always about like the flash in the pan tools that, you know, happened in the pandemic. Like those are great, but there's some of the things that have become very much commonplace in our schools, which are still really, really powerful. So I would encourage you to think and look at ways where you can use what you already have for you. So that way you don't have to go out and do all of the like extra, extra things.
1: Now, can I also share an Instagram account that I follow? Does that count for like teacher resource? Sure. Well, thanks guys. So there's one, there's a million awesome teacher Instagrams that I'm sure you're all aware of. But I, when I was teaching, really enjoyed Dollar Tree classrooms. And so it's two teachers who love the Dollar Tree. That's what's in their bio. And I very much can feel feel that same love. But anyways, they share really cute things like different valentines that you can make with, now I'm just showing my phone in the Google Meet, different craft things you can make. I don't know. I just felt like it was super helpful with, um, you know, true teacher fashion where you're trying to probably buy supplies. And they've got a lot of interesting things there. A lot of people share things like, oh, I found this at my Dollar Tree and I made this. Like, I don't know. It was just always a ton of stuff that I had never thought of to use before. Like you can get Legos, you can get lots of things that can be used as math manipulatives, which I liked a lot. One idea I found from them during hybrid teaching when I had some kids in person and some kids virtual was I went and bought a bunch of little rubber duckies from the Dollar Tree and wrote the kids' names on the bottom and got like a blue bit and then I would pull their duck and so that way I was trying to like be fair with like calling on different people who were there in the classroom and at home and the kids got weirdly super obsessed with their duck so it was like one of those little things that was just kind of fun and different but they share lots of fun ideas so check those out if
2: if you like that kind of thing. Social media is great like as a resource in general to share. I just caution you to follow the right accounts that make you feel good. Cause there's definitely a lot of teacher shame that gets put on Instagram yes, and, and things like and that. Like, yeah. Like, Oh, my bulletin board is handmade and with linen and all these other things. And, you have I've have bean bags in my room and flexible seating and your classroom doesn't need all of that to be a great teacher just saying so
1: well same thing with like all matching decor and you know like yeah. the muted colors and yeah there's tons of stuff out there that's super awesome and fun but I think that's great advice for any social media if anything makes you feel bad about yourself unfollow and because we all know that social media is a fake I always had a super cute classroom. You guys know how much I love any type of like classroom decor, anything. But let me tell you, my teacher table was always a hot mess. (laughs) Like, you know, there's things can look great on shelves and organized in baskets and everything else. But like when the children are in there, that is not what it looks like.
0: My one that I was going to throw out, I have two and a half. I guess is my my thinking. Thing one is the virtual fireplace on YouTube, which sounds like, why would I want this in my classroom? But it's super calm and it's super relaxing. And sometimes you just want to have something up that's going on that's ambient. And I like to do it On rainy days, it doesn't rain very often here in LA, but on days that it is, I like to have it on while students are working just because like the crackle of the fire is there and it's just nice and it's something that makes me in particular distinctive as a teacher. So I will say virtual fireplaces are super great. The other thing is Canva. Yes, you Canva. You can do like anything on Canva. I love this program oh so very much. You can make worksheets on there. You can make... Posters on there, you can pretty much do anything. I literally, I'm not exaggerating. I literally use it every day. So learn how to use it. It'll integrate with your Google Slide and then you can do something there. And the other thing is Theme Builder in Google Slides. So if you're like me and you like to create something, but you don't love the themes that are there, you can make your own theme and you can make your own way that you want things to show up on students. So look at the little Theme Builder. I'm happy to teach anybody about Theme Builder. If you're curious on how to up your Google Slide game, but those are my tips. Question Doesn't Canva have like an educator version? I'm pretty sure that I have. Yes. This is the other thing about Canva is if you are an educator, you can use your school email. It has to be like a legit school email. It can't be like you using a personal account, but you're a teacher. Um, it's got to be your actual school one, but then you get every premium feature for Canva for free. I will say that again. Every premium feature for free forever, as long as you use that email address and you work at that school site. Even if you go to a different school site, you can re-sign up with your different thing. But Canva is so freaking amazing. I love it so much.
1: This is not an ad, but Canva, if you wanted to sponsor us, we'd be down for that. Well, and Lauren, I thought of one other thing when you were talking about the virtual fireplace. I love having that, like especially when students walk in in the morning. I've had first graders say to me like, oh, it even feels a little warmer over here. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. On YouTube, and I know we've got to be careful with YouTube. We've shared some of our horror stories before, but there's ambient worlds too. So you can do like a snowy scene from Narnia or like Christmas with Harry Potter, or uh, there's a, a Finding Nemo beginning where it's just like the soundtrack with the coral reef it's it's really neat and I would do those a lot with the kids in my class but they've got Peter Pan, Disney World, Pirates of the Caribbean there's there's lots of stuff there we've got the music in the background and just kind of like a picture but the kids always love that so that's another another free one ambient worlds on YouTube.
0: So if anything I think we've demonstrated that we have a breadth of resources that we can pull from but we hope that you may have heard something that you feel like you could use in your classroom coming up. You could always reach us reach out to us with questions. We're always happy to share our expertise with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Next week is going to be a recess episode. And all I have to say about the recess episode is MASH. Are we talking about the TV show? Are we talking about playing games? Are we talking about mashed potatoes? You'll not know until you tune in next week for MASH.
1: I hope. Or is I had it a fun. monster dance?
0: Ooh, Megan, I didn't <laughs> think of that. What is it that we're going to be doing during recess? Come find out next class period. We love you all so much. You do such great work out there. Talk to you later.
1: Before you leave us today, know that you're appreciated and we know
0: you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at realteaching101 or email us at realteaching101 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Ambitious Ed.
2: Thanks for listening today and we'll see you next class.